Hi there. You're listening to Everything Scares Me. My name is Dana Haynes, and over the last year, I have coerced my sister into letting you into her stream of consciousness so that you too can see why everything scares me. Welcome to another episode of Use Natural Cleaners Until We Know What We Know We Don't Know We Knew We Know. I'm your host, Tanya Nelson. So um, today we were going to talk about cleaning supplies. Cleaning supplies and I think just like household products. Don't drink like bleach. Yeah, don't do that. Or do. I mean, you're, you know, you're in charge of yourself. No, don't do it. <laughs> No. But like for real though, I can't stop you. <laughs> but pro- but don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> we will come beat down your door <laughs> and knock it out of your hand. it from your hands. I mean, live your life, but also we're the health police. <laughs> live your life, but please live. <laughs> yeah, live your <laughs> life. When I say live your life, it implies that you're not drinking, drinking bleach, bleach so that yeah. you can continue to live your life. Yeah. No, so we're talking about like household products, I think, is our theme because mm-hmm. I kind of want to get into a little bit of like things that you might use outside okay also okay um and this might be a really short episode because I actually have very very little knowledge and I'm not sure if the knowledge I have is something that I actually made up or but I did could be an opinion it could be an and, opinion and it could people be know real. that that's what we're gonna do yeah, we've. I think we've we've spoken extensively, um, on that. So, um, I guess the thing that like I was thinking about with like household cleaners in particular, like, do you like what do y'all do for household cleaners? <clears throat> I don't want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> what we do for I household mean, cleaners is Kendra makes the decisions and. Right. <laughs> what kind of what kind of ingredients? I don't know. I mean, what kind of decisions does she make? Like, like does, does she make? Do you think that she makes like ingredient decisions or price decisions or? Yeah, no, nothing. Not as not. I know she talks about. I think she gets some stuff at either Whole Foods or Trader Joe's or something because it's more. Um, it's less chemically and more natural. Okay. So I've heard her talk about that Okay. times. Yeah. <clears throat> and she tries to use stuff like that um, at her job, too. Okay. Stuff that's still... Um, On the natural side facts, of things. Yeah, but is more natural. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just, I guess, like, you know, especially with the pandemic and stuff going on, there's just so many people that j- just, like, live with a bottle of Lysol at their hip. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm more afraid the last <laughs> of getting sick. <laughs> don't don't spray that at me. <laughs> have you sprayed this handle? Have you sprayed it? Okay, let me get my let me find a hanky because <laughs> I will t- I'm so terrified of this stuff. Um. Like a boogie-ridden hanky? A boogie-ridden hanky. <laughs> and you wipe it down to reinfect it? <laughs> okay, one, I actually do not have hankies. 
Your husband has hankies. My husband I'm does kind of have afraid hankies. of them hankies. I'm just going to be He washes them. I know he washes I've them. I've just never been okay with that. I've always kind of like, Steven, I can sneeze in a Kleenex and then throw it away. Steven, I'm speaking. You're a part of the problem. <laughs> just saying. Unless you are composting that tissue. You're part of the problem. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> I almost said stuff. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> stuff. But I've seen Steven and he takes that thing out like 20 times a day and I'm like, Stephen is also meticulous. Well, I know. He I, probably I do has a too. very well mapped like idea hanky. of where <laughs> things are on that hanky. And he folds them in a very... Oh, man. Poor, poor Stephen. He loves our podcast, and this episode might change that. <laughs> that's okay. Our last episode changed if Kendra was going to like it or not. Yeah. So that's all right. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, Steve, you know, I mean it's fine. <laughs> Stephen, again, you can do whatever you want, but I just... I will not be I'm using like, that oh, hanky. No, but I, like, I actually kind of uh, esteem him for that because he does have to, you know, he does have to be cognizant of it you know like I do have tissues in my house and I do not compost them so I'm part of the problem too <laughs> I will soon Stephen has plans for my compost bin so soon but um <laughs> oh no I don't know if you can even compost that I'm making it up <laughs> I'm just making it up <laughs> but um what's but, that lump in your yard oh that, that is a tissue uh, boogies <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, I kind of esteem him for that because he has to think about it. He has to, because I don't wash those. He washes them. And like, so he has to think about it. Do I have clean hankies? And like, how clean are they? And he has to make sure he does it expediently because it's a lot easier to clean a fresh hanky <laughs> than it is to clean a stale two-week-old <laughs> hanky. And, um, are they two weeks old sometimes? No. <laughs> I'm, I don't are we know. convinced of such things? I honestly don't know. I have nothing, zero, to do with the hankies. All I know is that he does wash them, like, every day. Like, if he used it that day, he washed it. And um, so, but I, and I've thought, oh, I should get, and I bet I could find some really cute little like antique hankies and wash them and I should use that instead. And then when push comes to shove, I'm too lazy. <laughs> so I'm really impressed with Steven for having that like fortitude. And it's just cause he prefers it. Like, you know, they don't make his nose as raw or whatever. He just prefers it. Hmm. So that's why he does it. And I just prefer easier things. Yeah. I'd rather never have to look at it again, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Was, how do we even get on hankies? Um, I, I did it because I had something to say. <laughs> what, did you have so, what did you have to say? That I didn't approve <laughs> of Stephen's hankies. Tina, you can't get me off on a tangent like that without knowing where I was going. <laughs> like, what? What? We're talking about boogies? What? <laughs> we're talking, what? About, we're talking about cleaning products. <laughs> we are. Okay, so oh, we're, it like, was because you said, do, does anybody have a... Oh. <laughs> A tissue, and I said, so you can wipe down the buggies on the clean surface and desanitize. Oh it? yes, yes, we were talking about that. Yeah. So then I and I don't even have ha I don't carry hankies yeah, with me. But so Stephen does. I'm S O L. I have mm -hmm. to just you know Touch bear the the, li the Lysol. It's not necessarily the clean surface, although I do <coughs> have this irrational fear of really clean surfaces. Yeah. Because I don't think it's supposed to be that way, <laughs> like yeah. super super clean. Yeah, I get that. As in no bacteria, not 
I'm fine with no pathogens, but mm-hmm. no bacteria at all. I, I don't think that that's, I don't think that's right. Um, but, but also the chemicals and, you know, people kind of make fun of people that use like all natural ingredients. I've, I've seen the, I've seen those like posts on Facebook or wherever about like, you know, it's like this really long, complicated molecular, um, or chemical structure of something. And they're like, it's got this ingredient in it. And it turns out it's like the, like the molecular compound for watermelon or, you know, like (laughs) it's like lemon juice or whatever. Like, and just saying that like chemicals, like in the broadest sense, everything is a chemical, Yeah, you know, like there's some sort of formula, like formula, like there's a molecular structure for everything and it can be expressed that way and it can look really foreign and scary and it's really just lemon juice, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess I want to, like, differentiate. I'm not talking about edibles. I'm not talking about lemon juice or watermelon or whatever. I'm talking about, like, laboratory-made artificial, like, things not found in nature, mm-hmm. chemicals. Yeah. And one of, the, one of the ones, like, specifically... And I think that most people, it's it's kind of like the trans fat. We've been talking about fats a lot lately. It's kind of like the trans fats of the chemical world. And everybody has heard of it. Everybody knows it's a, like a bad thing. Um, it's BPA. Mm-hmm. So you've, you've heard about BPA, right? Yeah. And you know it used to be or is in some water bottles. And it's bad for you. And, you know, you're not supposed to... You're supposed to buy your water bottles without any BPA in them, but then, like, the little um, throwaway bottles tend to have stuff in it, you know. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, I just knew BPA was bad for you. And the reason I knew was because packaging now is starting to say BPA-free, especially, like, baby bottles and things that are for kids. It's marketed that way. And so I knew, and I'd heard people talk about, like, well, you don't want to use that bottle because it has BPA or whatever. Um, so I knew it was bad, but I didn't really know why it was bad. And I was looking into it a little bit today and it turns out that I guess the, the molecular structure of BPA is really similar to that of estrogen, like very similar. And what I mean by very similar, like when you look at them and you just look at like the actual structure of it, you can obviously tell that it's something different. But I guess, like, where, like, the the connecting points for, like, hydrogen and stuff like that, it's so similar that our bodies, there are certain functions in our body that are unlocked or um, ignited, kind of, by estrogen. And those keys, so the, <coughs> the metaphorical keys for these, for these functions fit only estrogen, or fit, quote-unquote, only estrogen. But BPA is similar enough to unlock those locks, essentially. So I forget what what they're called. It'll come to me. But um, basically, there's a lot of chemicals out there that can kind of mimic our hormones. And so that has a lot of negative implications, for, especially for things like pregnancy, you know. Um, And when when a new human is forming and everything is very delicate and apparently um, 
like estrogen and hormones like that are very like carefully regulated by the body while a while a a baby is being formed but it's not looking for the quote unquote like artificial estrogen so that BPA can get through oh. and cause issues <coughs> is what they're kind of finding do you know what it stands for no i don't i can look it up really quick i thought that was really interesting and it just makes me wonder like how how many other chemicals there are like BPA that I, I mean apparently for a lot of a lot of these kind of man-made chemicals that are being used in our cleaning products and in our plastics and stuff like that, a lot of them aren't really heavily regulated and it's kind of like a you know, well, if they, I, they're fine unless we somebody proves that they're not, which means that, they're just out in circulation and it is incumbent on some scientist somewhere having the knowledge, the, the will and the, gr- the funding to look into a certain chemical to mm-hmm. see not only if it has a relationship, a correlation with a specific something or other, um, illness or, or whatever, but if it has a causative um, relationship with it. And so can you imagine like how many chemicals and things are in all of our cleaning, our cleaning stuff. And in 50 years, maybe a hundred years, they might look back and go, yeah, well, like this is what was causing 90% of cancers. And we only just now found out about it because nobody had thought to research it. Nobody had funding to research it or, or (coughs) what have you, you know? So, um, and I'm sure there's a lot of things that are very closely monitored, you know, but those are things that are already, they're known carcinogens. They're known um, uh, illness, things that cause illness. But Lead. Lead, exactly. <laughs> lead is actually one of them. I mean, like how many houses were painted with lead paint mm-hmm. and it caused all kinds of issues and they didn't know until it was too late, yeah. you know, and um, mercury is another one that yeah. they're, they're finding, like, it's all over the place now. It's all over the place. And they tell pregnant women not to, you know, to, to only eat, you know, fish that might, or to not eat, to really limit your, your fish that might contain large amounts of mercury and to only eat fish maybe once or twice a week at the most. Right. Because it all has mercury <coughs> in it. There's just some, some that has more. Um, and those are usually like your fish that eat other fish, you know, because... You know, little fish just has a little bit of mercury, but little fish gets eaten by big fish. Big fish has his mm-hmm. mercury and that fish's mercury. And then bigger fish eats big fish, and now he has three fishes worth of mercury in him. So, like, stay away from them swordfish. Right. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Interesting. I know. Crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Where do fen- fermented sharks fall into this category? Much mercury? They fall under... <laughs> <laughs> under Iceland, what you doing? I'm sorry. I don't think they do that anymore. I'm pretty sure it's just a, like a novelty Stop thing. offending other countries that might listen. <laughs> We're sweeping the nations one person at a time, but Iceland's not going to listen anymore. Yeah. Dang it. Listen. Listen. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of like a really gross American food. Uh, plastic cheese. Plastic Let's cheese. Let's just go there. Cheese whiz. American <laughs> cheese, whiz. cheese. Yeah, listen, Iceland, if you want to call and tell us about the woes of hoe cakes or hardtack, <laughs> <laughs> you please do it. 
Because. Because. It's allowed. <laughs> there are some things we deserve to be called out on. A phone call is taking place. It's my phone. It's, it's Brittany. If you're listening to this in like two or three weeks, <laughs> I love you, but I'm not answering the phone. Because <laughs> I'm recording. And I'll call you back out. in just a few minutes, yeah. I promise. I'm going to be honest. I'll, <laughs> I'll probably cut you. it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> but anyway, so whenever... And here, like, here's the thing. I've actually been listening to a book. A, I've been listening to a book on Audible by um, Joel Salatin, which is like the dream farmer. You know, he's talking mostly about like food supply and farming and all of that stuff, which I find incredibly interesting. But I feel like one of the things that I really, one of the things that he said that I found really poignant recently um kind of applies to cleaning products also and what he said what he was talking about food and he was talking about how people are so freaked out by food right now you know like you've got all these different diets you can go on and in every single one it's either sugar or fat or whatever that or like processed foods is a big one right now which and rightly so and they're they're all quote unquote the enemy and um they talk, you know, there's some that go so far as to say not to eat fruit. There's some that say not to eat meat. There's some that say not to eat whatever. And his point was that one of the reasons that we found ourselves in a place where we just don't know what to eat to be healthy anymore is because we're so far removed from our food now that there's no understanding of where it came from. There's no effort that goes into, you know, dad even talks about how when he was a kid, like our dad, when he was a kid, he remembers going out to a a restaurant one time in Mm -hmm. his childhood. Not to say it didn't happen more, but he remembers one time. Yeah. And it was to A&W root beer beer (laughs) stand, which is the the equivalent of like a McDonald's now, basically. Mm -hmm. And it was like, a big deal. Mm-hmm. It was a special thing that they went out to that A&W root beer. And now I don't like, I would say I cook the majority of our food at home and we still eat out two or three times a week, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, it, eating out is not special at all, which means that you don't know who prepared your food. You don't know how they prepared your food. You don't know where the food that they prepared came from. Um, and when, even when you're cooking your food in your own house, you don't know, you know, it came from Walmart or Albertsons or wherever, but you don't know actually where that food came from. And when, you know, I don't, I don't know how true it is of when dad was growing up necessarily, but definitely when our grandparents were growing up, you knew where your food was coming from, you know, to, to a certain extent at least. And, um, and there's also, again, one of the things he said was that there's no artistry in it anymore. You know, like you, there's so many things, you just pour a bowl of cereal or you heat up that packet or you crack open that package or whatever. And again, I would say I cook the majority of our food, but I do still have like packaged food. I mean, Elliam, gosh, his favorite foods are packaged foods. And, um, you know, it just kind of slips in and you don't know it. And, and part of the reason we're so scared of and don't know how to eat food um, is because we're so far removed from the production of it. And 
that when you are close to it, you understand how to cook it and how to cook it healthfully. And not only that, but there's effort that goes into it. Like anybody who's ever, like I just got done making some sourdough bread and I've got another batch that I'm making. And the sourdough bre bread that I just made, <laughs> it takes like the better part of two days. And there's kneading and effort involved. And then I just made a, the, the batch that I'm waiting on right now could take anywhere from two to four days because there's no, like, yeast. You've got to watch it. You've got to know when it's ready to be baked and, um, and all of that stuff. You're, you're a part of the process. Okay, so there's, the, there's artistry in that where just there isn't just buying a loaf of bread. And I'm not saying you can't buy healthful loaves of bread. I'm just saying it's part of being removed from what it takes to make your food and to mm -hmm. know how to prepare it and to know the effort that goes into it. And to be kind of connected to it in a way, I guess. Yeah. And I would argue that the same could be said for cleaning products compared to, you know, 100 years ago or 50 years ago or whatever, um, where we just buy a bottle. And that bottle may or may not have the ingredients listed on it. And if it does have the ingredients listed on it, you may or may not know what those ingredients are or what they do or, or what processes they might interact with in our bodies. But you know, what you do know is that um, after you spray it on your mirror and wipe it down, your mirror's clean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it does the thing. Oh, you gotta ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be able to mindlessly live sometimes. <laughs> this podcast was your idea. I know, but I, I was right. None of the blame. I was right. <laughs> I was right to do it because I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I used to use Lysol wipes on everything. I know you did. And. <laughs> Sometimes I still do, but for the most part, I found these other because I don't want I don't I don't like having to. I'm sorry I took you away, but I just gotta say I don't like having to wash rags and like keep up with all that. So I just like stuff <laughs> throw away. And, you <laughs> no. know, I'm just like okay. So I found some that aren't Lysol. They might still. So you're using the generic brand is what you're saying. <laughs> I know, but that's I better. I mean, it says that there, I think it's, does it say that? I feel like it says no harsh chemicals. It's just in a green package, isn't it? No, it's a blue <laughs> and white one. <laughs> I forgot what it said, but it's, it's, it, it looked better than bleach. <laughs> but I don't remember what it said. But I initially got them because I'm pretty sure it said no harsh chemicals. So I was, uh, I was like, well, I can wipe down my um, massage table with this to sanitize it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and okay, here's the thing is uh, no harsh chemicals. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> does it mean that if you ingest it, it will not kill you? Does it mean that it won't harm your like your skin won't break out in hives or burn if you touch it well before i did this i used vinegar does it mean you could drink it and be okay i mean like <laughs> vinegar is pretty good i mean it just smelled like vinegar yeah so but it dissipates after it dries yeah but mm. so all of this like you know one of my big things was that i was recently looking for kind of a kid see kid safe kid safe <laughs> cleaner 
And I found it and it, I mean, I can't, I, I need to like look up what the actual ingredient is because I cannot for the life of me remember the name unless I'm like looking at it. Um, but it is the same chemical apparently that our immune systems use. Mm -hmm. So it's highly safe and highly effective. And my big thing is, you know, kids running around and stuff. You don't want them, you don't want to wipe down. Bleach only sanitizes, I believe, if you let it air dry. Like it's got to work that long. I think it's mm -hmm. just a length of time thing. You can't lay down some bleach and then immediately wipe it up and call it clean mm. or sanitized. You've got to let it air dry. And this stuff, you have to let it air dry to, to, um, to let it actually sanitize also. But the difference is that if my kid goes over to the surface that I just wiped and licks it, you know, I don't have to be worried about him ingesting bleach. And I think you'd have to drink a lot more bleach than just licking something. Right. Well, what about, um, what about like the food safe stuff? Like we bought food safe, safe stuff for the coffee shop mm. at the church. Um, what is that? Like, what's the difference? I know that you don't even have to wait for it to dry. You just dunk it and then you can immediately yeah, use it again, Yeah, and you know, I don't know what the actual ingredients are in that, but I think that the idea is that like, oh, look, you could you could ingest small quantities of this and not keel over immediately. <laughs> you know, we I don't know that we have long-term studies on those chemicals that mm -hmm. say that we can see nobody nobody developed cancer or weird hormone imbalances or blah, 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 whatever, mm -hmm. um, that from that used this product, you know what I mean? Right. So, but that's, that's kind of my point is that there, I understand this is kind of one of those, I understand why we do it this way because how long would it take to vet each chemical that you put on the market? If you did like a long-term study for each and every one of them, but at the same time, like, how smart is it to just be like, well, nobody's died of this yet, so <laughs> we're going to put it out there, you know? And, I, I mean, nobody breaks out in eczema as soon as they use it. Nobody breaks most out people. in, most people don't break out <clears throat> in hives. Um, it doesn't eat your skin off, so it must be safe. But is it? I mean, like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Um... So I just feel like, I, like I said, I, I, I don't have like a good answer for this necessarily, but, um, but I just think that, sorry, I'm trying to find the, the name of that. I'm just saying that I, I don't have an answer, but I still feel like maybe there's something wrong with the way that we're doing these things, you know, mm -hmm. just like releasing things out into the wild. <laughs> Just because we can doesn't mean that we should. Like, okay, so we found something that kills bacteria or viruses or whatever. But wouldn't it be nice to know for sure it doesn't also kill you? <laughs> I think that would be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm being dramatic, but, you know. <clears throat> All I know is I can't clean my bathroom anymore without feeling guilt. <laughs> Well, uh, okay. Well, Hypochlorous okay. Ac acid is what it is. Okay. The same germ-killing substance that your immune system makes. Well, okay, so I did, at Sam's Club recently, found, um, I found 
a cleaning spray thing that uh, says it's natural. And I don't know what that means again, but I'm just like reading and trying to figure it out. And then also trying to not like burn my rubber, <laughs> you know, all of my mental rubber <laughs> there. <laughs> I did not know where you were going with that. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, I'm sure it'll come out eventually. <laughs> I'm I'm not trying to like I mean it's just not I mean oh my gosh I know I know I'm not trying to spend all my time doing that which I guess is a bad thing but at the same time I'm just like I oh my gosh I, like every single thing you have to think about so in depth well and I think that that's okay that is why I think that's why I have kind of started to issue like standard cleaners I guess mm -hmm. is because I don't have the brain power to look on the ingredients or if they're not listed on the bottle to try and find the ingredient somewhere on the internet and then research each and every one of those ingredients and see if any research has been done on those ingredients and if so if there if there's any correlative or causative relationship with any kind of illness or malady or whatever I just don't have the mental fortitude to do that. I don't have the desire to do that. But I do know that there are things in those cleaners, in some cleaners, not all of them, I would assume, but in some cleaners, and I just don't have the, I just don't want to dig through the mounds and mounds and hundreds of chemicals that you have to know everything about in order to make a good decision on those products. So most of the time I stick with like, soap and water you know and i have special What's in the soap i know right lipids actually yeah um but <laughs> i actually just look i found this dish soap that comes as like a bar of soap and it's like a traditional old school soap lie i hope not <laughs> i need to look into it more but it looks promising um, and, uh, so I might be switching over to that at some point. I'm not, I'm not sure yet. I haven't made up my mind, but I might be. And then, um, and then I already, I've switched over to, I used to make my own laundry detergent out of like cleaning soda or washing soda and like the, the laundry soaps that they're like bar soaps that you shred and mm. add it in and they worked fine. It would, it I never had a problem with it, but. They're just a pain in the butt. They're a pain in the butt to make. Yeah. So I, I got away from that. And I started buying um, drops, which they're little, like, capsules that you put in. But the capsules aren't made of plastic. The capsules basically are biodegradable. So once they dissolve and go into your water, which is a whole other can of worms, y'all, is that those chemicals drain out through the shower, drain out through your sink, drain out through your laundry, yeah. and they go back into our water supply. So these, um, everything's biodegradable. Nothing is, like, environmentally harmful. Um, and even the material that the, the capsules are made out of is not plastic. It's biodegradable. And it, like, basically disintegrates into air, like, once it, once it does its thing. Yeah. And um, so that's what I use for my laundry. And um, 
And so I'm just kind of slowly trying to, re- and I trying to replace the products that I can with better products. And it's a work in proce- progress because I also just don't want to be surrounded by grime. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I try to, I try to replace things as I can. And as I can afford to, you know, because they are a little more expensive most of the time, which is kind of counterintuitive because there's less in it. But I think that there's probably more, it's less automated in their production and stuff. So it's not as efficient to mm-hmm. make this stuff, you know? Um, and one of the other things that I have is I have these cleaning cloths that are, um, they're antimicrobial. So they kind of help clean up bacteria. They're probably not a hundred percent, but I feel like that is to a certain extent, a good thing to not just Mm -hmm. wipe out all bacteria. Um, and I have their special ones for cleaning the mirrors and the windows are special ones for the bathroom. They're special. And I don't use it on the toilet. Like I'm the same as you. I like, after I clean the toilet, I don't want to deal with that cloth again. So <laughs> I use paper towel most of the time. Yeah. Um, but you know, the, the shower, this like, or not, I don't even use it in the shower, but the sink and the vanity and all of that stuff, I use the bathroom towel on and, they have one for the kitchen. They have one for stainless steel. And I do still use, like, some all-natural cleaning products sometimes with those cloths. But for the most part, you know, I try to keep things pretty minimal, like, mm-hmm. in terms of the actual cleaning products that I use. And I've got I've got some hand soaps and some bathroom cleaners and some kitchen cleaners in the works that I'm hoping to switch over to pretty soon that are, you know, they're one of those kits that you see now that come with the, the first the first um, box they send you has your refillable glass spray bottle and your hand soap pump and everything. And then after that, every three months, they send you little tablets and that and they go in with water and that's it. And the tablets are all natural. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm vetting that right now. I'm making sure that the affordable affordability is where I need it to be. But I'm just kind of trying to, instead of trying to research every single product out there, I try to research new ones that have less ingredients and the ingredients that they have, I already know what they are for the most part. Mm -hmm. And um, try to make (coughs) the switch over to that so that I don't have to think about it anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, because there are so many products out there and you don't know what they do. And I just, I know that we're trying to wind up, but that also goes for things like the things that you're using to like kill bugs in your house and to kill weeds that you don't want. And gosh, I like, I'm terrified of like certain weed killers and stuff. And, um, and now like you're starting to see, you're starting to see the, the commercials that say like, if you used this weed killer and then you got cancer, like, you know, because they're starting to find out that these things, that these chemicals that have been touted as being very safe, they're starting to find out that they're not safe. Mm-hmm. And so like the specific point that I'm trying to make is with glyphosate, which I think we've maybe talked about, about how um, glyphosate has been like, advertised as being really safe for humans and just not safe for plants and but the thing is that um the thing is I hear you buddy I'll be right there the thing is that um they attack bacteria and it's a metabolic function that bacteria and plants share Mm -hmm. 
Mm. And so it hurt, it kills plants because they can't carry out their metabolic function. They basically starve to death. And they say, well, but humans don't have that metabolic function. So it's totally safe for humans. But the thing is, we're like the majority of our cells are bacteria mm-hmm. cells. You know, we're, we're, we rely on a symbiotic relationship with bacteria in our guts. And so when you come into contact with the glyphosate, then it interrupts the metabolic process and kills the bacteria in your body that you're relying on and makes you sick as a consequence. So there's just all this stuff we just don't know. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I'd much rather like look into the things that I do know until we know what we didn't know. Right. (laughs) Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. Well, Jake's going to have to cut out a lot of, uh, dead space in between all of my words because I was like trying to remember names and looking stuff up the <laughs> the 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 stuff from a hypochloric hypochlorous acid from my cleaning stuff um, that man I can never remember that unless I'm looking at it yeah I get that yeah I'm gonna you <clears throat> you yep. sign off I'm gonna go snuggle my kid there was there was something I was gonna say about. Uh, Oh, I think it was when we were watching those uh, shows about how to bleach your shirts and, uh, <laughs> or not shows, but YouTube videos. And there was that one girl that like, she did it in her kitchen. <laughs> yeah, she I remember that. She did it in that. a closed room in her kitchen and she just had a shirt like on a cookie sheet or something. And then she had a spray bottle and she just, oh, no, it wasn't even a spray bottle, I feel like. I, f- I really feel like she had... Oh, no, no, no. It was a spray bottle. It was Unis Honest that did the squirt bottles. Mm-hmm. And she had a spray bottle. So she was just spraying the shirt down with bleach in her kitchen. And she was like, yeah, I think you just do it like this. And then she went outside and rinsed it out um, in her driveway. And Kendra was like, well, that's not good. <laughs> I think she had like flip flops on. She was like, I'm not sure about that. Anyway, yeah. it was just all very sketchy. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know. Um, so anyway, be careful with your chemicals. Um, and I think in the end also, I know we're trying to leave, but, um, like I was thinking while Tanya was talking about people who are like trying to be like no waste or, you know, they're, you know, they, they do like, um, plastic bricks or something where they, they have a, um, plastic container and they just stuff all their wrappers and stuff in it and Mm -hmm. try and, but they try and do that very little. And then they also just try and compost everything. And I think that comes down to, you know, we're not entirely sure what all can be recycled and what all can be reused. And, and, you know, a lot of people are really concerned about that. And so the way they compensate for not knowing is to just not use it. (laughs) And so that's what I hear a lot with Tanya is like, I I don't know exactly what is in everything. Mm -hmm. And I don't know exactly what I need to be worried about with everything. So I'm just going to cut it out and go down to the minimum to what I do know. And, um... And, you know, just go from there with stuff that I am relatively sure about. So anyway, that's just kind of what I was thinking about. My ending thoughts. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, Sir Producer, uh, where are we with our stuff you've been working on? Well, during the whole recording of this podcast, I've been setting up our Patreon page. It's currently being reviewed for launch but hopefully by the time you guys are actually hearing this the patreon page will be live our twitter is live and i'm trying to get our instagram all set up that's why you haven't heard much from me today was because i've been doing some pretty heavy administration things but um by the time you hear this yes okay what you should do 
is you should go and you should follow us on Instagram at Everything Scares Me Podcast because some woman has the username Everything Scares Me. <laughs> Poor thing. And I'm and I, and I feel bad for her because it might describe what's going on, but also I kind of want her to leave Instagram forever so that we can have that name. But it's fine. <laughs> at Everything Scares Me Podcast on Instagram, at Everything Scares Me on Twitter. Um, and then patreon.com slash everything scares me. Things are happening. We're getting things ready. So you guys can go follow us on those. You can talk to us, things like that. Yeah, check out the different tiers. We're, we're talking about what all they will include. Yeah. And hopefully it'll be, it'll be worth it to you. Yeah. Um, hopefully it'll be something that, that you'll be happy with. So uh, anyway, we're trying Absolutely. to we're trying to do some neat stuff. We're super excited about it. Um, so yeah, do all the stuff that Jake just talked about, mm-hmm. and leave us a rating on any of the listening platforms that you might be listening to us on. Yeah, it helps so much, and uh, we're happy to be here doing this. And um, yeah, you guys be safe, make good choices, have a good time. Make um, sure your mirrors are clean. Make sure your mirrors. Are, make sure your house is clean. You know, make uh, just you know. <laughs> Tell Tanya to shut up. Uh, I'm going to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's terrible. Absolutely. Love her to death. She's terrible. Uh, anyway, y'all have a great time. We will see you in the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.